everybody. Thank you for listening to the first episode of my podcast. I really wanted this one to be an introduction as to who I am and what I envision the the direction I want this podcast to take. So starting off, I felt like it would be a great way to let you know where I believe I really got my creativity or my uh, where I, the source of where I seek inspiration and something that motivates me. And I'd like to say that that is from around the time I was seven years old living in the state of Georgia. Currently, I live in California. This is where I was born. But I'd have to say my most memorable and favorite time of my life was when I was living in Georgia. And I don't know if that was just because of the, the colorful scenery or the clean air or just the memories that I've made there with my family. But that was a time where I was the most fearless. I had the most vivid imagination. And that was a time when I could make anything and I, I didn't care what other people were going to think or I didn't think of the consequence of my actions. And that's the beauty of being a child. That's something that is only lived once, but that experience is is the most impressionable, especially at that age, and that's the beginning of where our personalities form. Whenever I find myself getting super overwhelmed and just drowning in my complicated sea of thoughts, I like to go back to those times that I've spent in that area of my life, and that's where I feel comfort and I find peace like all over again, like I'm reliving it. And that is something that I've been so blessed to have as a part of my past, And not a lot of people are blessed with that. Not a lot of people get that, especially growing up. And I'm just, my heart is just so full of gratitude that I got to live that life at that age and in that time and in that place. And I feel like that's such an important thing going into adulthood or, you know, just growing up in general is having some place in your mind to seek advice from or to seek um, inspiration from all over again and to just have that safe place if you can't have that in people or if you can't have that with where you're currently at to have a memory whether it was just a sentence spoken by someone that you admire or something that really struck you as important that's a that's a great way to kind of reel yourself back in or at least that is for me I feel like that's a really important thing for everyone and should be, you know, talked about more to just have something to help you reevaluate where you're at in the moment. Between the time from when I was that seven-year-old little girl to where I am now, there was a lot of change and growth and experiences that helped shape and form me into the person that I am right now. However, a lot of those experiences were very negative, but I choose to see the good in them because without them, then I wouldn't be here as of now. However, I was very young and there was a lot of conflict and unresolved answers and things were very complex in my household between family members and I won't get into detail about that. It's just that's what the core issue was, is that there was conflict. And being so young and being so new to life, I didn't know how to handle it. I didn't know 
what course or what steps I should be taking or even how to put the pieces of the puzzle together in my head because none of it made sense to me. And it really shouldn't for a child. But in that moment, I also felt like I didn't have anywhere to go besides you know, the other people that were experiencing the same things. But there wasn't an outlet. There wasn't a place that could help me understand it better or gather tools in, in order to help navigate me through it. And I kind of wanted something to control because everything felt out of control. And what do you do, especially as you know, a person that w- wants to have a grip on something, on anything, if they can get their hands on it? I decided to let my thoughts and let my emotions build up and it really reached a breaking point where I pretty much just broke myself. I pretty much just fell down and battled with myself and by thinking I was taking control, I really lost myself. Not only was I being so hard and brutal on my mind and my train of thought, I started to take it out on my body. And that really made me very weak and irritable and made things way more complex than they were in the beginning. And that's because I was desperate. And looking back now, I have to be okay with the things I did, even though I know that they were the wrong things to do. And I know now that there were so many other ways I could have, you know, put my my anger and my my sadness into different areas that could actually help nurture me I was destroying myself but I wouldn't change that and I have to learn how to love that version of myself because without it I wouldn't know now how to prevent that from happening again or I wouldn't know how to help other people that I come into contact to that are facing a similar problem I remember going to counseling and with my family, and I remember the smell of the room and the candle or the little dog that was around the, the counselor's feet. It was a therapy dog. And I just remember the sofa, the positioning of the sofa, the pillows, the tissue box, the encouraging quotes that were framed up on her wall and her honors, her the master's degree, all of these little knickknacks and things that let you know that that's a place where everything that was going to be said was going to stay in that room with that person until that person is gone or no longer. And there was something in that that I found such comfort. Like I was finally being heard. I was finally being understood. My voice mattered. My opinion mattered. And I was gaining all of these new perspectives of from the source of the pain or what was so difficult for me to understand it really fell into place and although there's a lot that we will never know out of you know hard situations and when we suffer we never know everything to the last detail there's always going to be a little piece that we're missing and I believe that's just a part of human nature however having that place to go to having that safe place for me that environment that felt very comfortable And even the silence was comfortable because you knew that that right there was a relationship 
that wasn't going to be broken. It was a relationship built on trust. And I valued and admired that so much, so much so that I decided that is what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to create that same feeling of safeness and comfortableness to whoever entered, whether it was an office or my own house, wherever I decided to do this practice, I just knew I wanted to have the same atmosphere through the sound of my voice, the tone of my voice, the words I chose to say, the movements I did with my hands, every little thing mattered to me because I'm a very observant person and I was a very observant child. But I just found it to be so um, captivating. And that's when I decided that's what I wanted to go to school for. Before I had this experience or awakening, however you want to say it, I did not give college a lot of thought or a lot of my time, and I was still in high school. I was just at the beginning of high school, so I really didn't need to give it my time or attention. However, I just decided to go to college because I thought it was the normal thing to do, or I thought it was, you know, just the way life was going to take its course, and at least I could try to complete it, but I didn't really think I was going to be successful at it. Right out of high school, my sister went into college, and then shortly after, I followed suit. But by then, I really did have a clear understanding as to what it is I wanted to do, which was counseling. I just wasn't sure what steps I needed to take in order to meet my goals or what I was going to find motivating or what was going to give me that excitement that I could do this or something to be passionate about. Because I feel like even if it's work or even if it's school, if you're not passionate about it, if it's not making you get new ideas or making you want to work harder, then it's not going to be completed. It's just going to end up being something that just sits on the shelf or something that you're not going to have your heart and your soul poured into it because it's just simply not working out. And that kind of brings us to where I am now which is I'm still at this community college. I'm still at my first year. I believe I'm halfway through it. However, I've realized I'm not motivated at all anymore to stay in this college, this certain community college that's just not doing the job for me. And I don't mean that to sound like snotty or that I'm not blessed because I am so blessed and grateful that I was actually able to go to college, that I was able to go to a school to learn. I just mean the system doesn't really fit the way I like to learn or the way I find motivation or inspiration from. I I like challenging things and although these are very challenging things, school is not easy by any means. However, it feels like this school wants one belief for one way of doing things and they don't really allow for individuality and that's something that really bothers me. So I decided to make a big decision regarding my academic um, learning. However, I'll probably talk more about that later on and probably a different episode, but that's something I'm really excited about, something I can seek motivation from again and really helped me learn and complete what it is that I started. To be successful, to accomplish and achieve something that I actually had a vision for. 
with the help of motivation and encouragement from not only the people that work there, but the people who are right there alongside me. So I'm really excited to see what happens there in that area of my life and what I can grow and um, what I can become from that. I'm definitely more of an introverted person, so to me, being comfortable is staying at home instead of being out and about with a large group of friends or people or even a small group of people for a long amount of time. However, I have this fight with myself because I find myself feeling lonely, that I don't have anyone around, which isn't true. I know people appreciate and they value what I have to say and they love me, however, I have to ask myself, am I the one who's not putting in enough energy? Am I the one who's not giving them my time or strengthening these relationships that I have? And am I stopping myself from making new connections? New people to meet, more people to bounce ideas off of. And that's that's hard because like I said in the beginning, I had to come to the conclusion that the girl that was suffering the girl that was going through all of that pain and hurt was worthy of love because without her, I wouldn't be where I am today. So right now, I have to love myself and all these ideas that I have and I have to take a step and step outside of my comfort zone and I can't just sit back at home, be comfortable because it's safe. That just defeats the purpose of trying new things and not only not missing these opportunities, but like I said, strengthening the relationships, even within myself. I believe that that goes hand in hand with being that fearless child, that that child that doesn't even know what mistakes are. Because at that age, you're just learning the basic foundations of what is yes, what is no, what is right, what is wrong. But moving forward, being an overthinker, and I wanted to get into this aspect of the podcast, but being an overthinker is really just a whole bunch of thoughts that spiral and spiral and spiral, and it's just, instead of it seeing it as black and white, it's a whole spectrum of colors, and there is no clarity. It's more just a very confusing Picasso painting is, is one way to look at it, but making a decision and deciding to be brave and deciding to have some courage to try and do something, it does not come easy, especially to someone like me. It's I'm such a perfectionist where I really have to ask myself another deep question if I'm trying to be like other people that I'm really not. If I'm trying to be like the people that I admire or the people that I sought inspiration from, Therefore, I'm no longer living authentically. I'm no longer being true to what I stand for. And I don't want to get caught up in that and then to ruin something that I've built, something that is true to me, to who I am and to what I believe. So I really want to seek out that fearlessness I once lived by and that, that understanding that no matter what I did, I was going to learn something from it. And I still think that way. I just, I don't want to be fearful about it, if you know what I'm saying. I don't want to have to constantly live my life for the benefit of others, the other people around me and what they're going to think or what I'm going to gain or if I'm going to gain anything at all from it. Because at the end of the day, the only thing I'm looking to gain from this experience is growth. 
for myself, for um, whoever I come into contact next, whoever I get to meet or get to inspire, or if I make it to that little room I've built based off of comfort and peace, and I have to talk to someone else about their struggles, I want every experience, every bit of pain or happiness to show on my face, to show through my words. And the only way to do that is by giving it a try. I can't constantly put myself down and talk so bully-like to myself to make myself sound like I'm such a nerd or such a, a killjoy or because I tend to be pretty logical and I can lack some emotion in a lot of areas and that's where my sister makes up for <laughs> and what I lack she makes up for it but I just really can't think so I guess logically whereas I have to add that emotion to it and I can't be so precise because life isn't precise life is really just it go it it takes the course it wants to take you know we don't know what's going to happen the next day we don't know if we're even going to make it through the night we're only promised the day that we're living and breathing in right now in this moment and that's such an easy thing to forget because you're just you know us as people we're just going around doing our own thing and you know make talking to our friends buying shopping whatever it is that we're doing we're not we're not giving life our all or at least I don't see a lot of people giving life their all and I know for sure I'm definitely not one of those people that are that are you know giving it their best shot in order to become and involve as a more stronger and more sympathetic and understanding version of myself is to be kind to myself and to let myself take each day one at a time as they come and go, as my relationships come and go, as my sufferings come and go. I have to be kind and I have to be gentle and I have to be encouraging and I have to be that voice of reason all at the same time. And that can seem like a lot. That can sound like a hurricane of a, of a task to do, but it's not impossible. I feel like we just make it impossible because really we're all trying to be liked and we're all trying to be accepted. And this is something my friend told me. We were talking about this together. But she said that it's so funny that everyone is so different, yet they are all alike. We're all wanting to be understood. We're all wanting to be loved. Yet we go about it in different ways that are um, only done by our personalities you know no one's the same just like the iris pattern of the eye it's always different or the fingerprints we're made of the same matter and the same material yet god blessed us with something so unique that it cannot be copied or redone not only do i want to be positive and kind to myself i have to take that into my work or take that into my studying and I have to abide by it through everything that I live and do. And I also have to learn how to humble myself and how to take criticism, like I was saying, which I'm so fearful of. I have to learn how to take that. And I have to take it and I have to appreciate it. Because that's those are the things that, those are the ingredients to growth and 
you know, just learning, just like how it is at my school. You know, we have to write these papers, we have to do this research, we have to do um, arguments and persuasive essays and all these types of things that I feel like just kind of mimic what we're supposed to be doing in our everyday life. I have to constantly remind myself to relax and to just let it flow naturally, which does not come easy to me. Like I said, I'm very strategic and organized. However, if I want to do something that's not only authentic, but natural and kind of therapeutic, I have to be completely honest and I have to be, you know, relaxed and just relieve myself of all of these words and thoughts. And I have to let them do their thing. Just like life does its thing that's unexpected, I have to allow myself to just get everything off my chest and out in the open. So another question I wanted to um, share, one of the questions I have planned to ask myself is, what am I going to do with, after all of this suffering or all of this experiences that I've lived through that have shaped and molded me, what am I going to do with this new era of myself? Am I going to go back home and be comfortable and safe again for fear of whatever other challenges I face in the future? Or am I going to go do something to help inspire or um, strengthen the relationships that I already have or make new ones or form something wonderful? What am I, what am I going to do with that? And to be okay with it and to not be scared and know that there's a reason behind it and that there's always light at the end of whatever tunnel it is that you're going through. And I wanted that to be the biggest takeaway from this is that... Don't be afraid to see the bigger picture. Don't be afraid to not try something just based off of possibilities, based off of things that haven't happened yet, which is so easy to get lost into because I'm, I'm, I'm still so young and yet I, I go through these things that I think a lot of people my age go through. And I'm not going to lie when I say I've done this episode or I've attempted to do this episode more times than I could count. And just listening to it makes my blood boil. And I don't mean that out of self-hate. I just mean I get so discouraged because it's, it wasn't going the way that I had planned. And I have to be okay with that. And I have to just set back and let myself do my own thing and you know, just send it out there and not have to worry about it anymore. Just send it out, hit submit and be done with it. And then focus on the next thing. Focus on whatever else I can put my energy and time into, which I'm super excited about. I want to be excited about it. I don't want to dread it. I don't want it to become something where I'm just dreading putting together or working on it. It's, I want it to be very enjoyable. So I really wanted to thank you for listening And I hope you could take something away from this and it wasn't just me rambling on for however long this is, but it really means a lot that there's people out there listening, whether that one person is, if there is only just one person, and if that one person is my mom, that still means the world to me. Because at the end of the day, I really just want this a place to put my thoughts and to come back to if I need to and be that reminder So thank you again and until next time.